Okay, okay. Just because I thought Zoom was a designer drug from France three years ago doesn't make me naive. I just never used the platform before COVID. Then, suddenly, I was holding meetings and Zoom auditions all the time. Within the blink of an eye, I became an expert on how to audition on Zoom. (laughs) Agents were asking me to teach their clients. Actors were like, Can you please let me know if this is good, if I look good? Uh, Schools were trying to get me to teach Zoom acting on Zoom. (laughs) But now COVID restrictions are easing up. And I just did my first live EPA for Contemporary American Theater Festival, CATF. Now the question is, are Zoom auditions now a thing of the past? Let's look at the pros and the cons of acting on the Zoom platform and answer the question, are Zoom auditions here to stay? On this episode of Casting Actors Cast. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, casting director, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach and I'm a casting partner with McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a good day and I'm looking forward to sharing this information about whether Zoom is going to still be with us or not for the near future and possibly beyond. I don't know, but hopefully by the end of this podcast, we are going to know. And you're going to maybe get some insight and some information that is helpful to you regarding this platform for auditioning. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I simply get to say thank you for tuning in to Casting Actors Cast. It's a real pleasure having you here. I look forward to having more of these podcasts come your way because it's just been a labor of love. And the viewership, the listenership continues to grow exponentially. And I am so glad that you're here. Listen, if you haven't checked out the website, please do so, castingactorscast.com. There's a page there that you can fill out that says dive into the talent pool. It's a, it's a little form. Once you fill that out, it's going to open up some freebies for you. These are absolutely free just as a thank you. One is a book that I wrote called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page PDF that you can download. You can print it out. You can look on your reader, whatever floats your boat. In addition, there's a video that I put together. It's called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. And that's also very much free of charge if you just fill out that form. As I've always said, I don't really do anything with your email address and your name. I do hang on to it. On occasion, I might send out an announcement about an upcoming episode, something like that. But I don't take advantage of it. I don't spam you. I'm not trying to, um, I don't know, have a club. (laughs) You know, nothing like that. I'm just simply trying to make sure that there are enough people that are interested in the material and the um, information that I hope is content-rich for you to continue listening. And so that's why I ask for it. By the way, if you have an opportunity to leave a review, a thanks, a thumbs up, especially on iTunes, 
um, the iTunes is like 40% of the listeners use iTunes to get this podcast. I would love to have other people um, mention what they like about the podcast. Perhaps there's an episode that you particularly thought was good. Or generally speaking, perhaps you enjoy listening to this podcast. Won't you please take a moment and fill out uh, a review, a like, a share, anything that you can do to help grow the podcast. I would be forever grateful. All right, finally, let me just say my shout out to my friends at Actors Connection. ActorsConnection.com slash New York. Continue to provide online classes, workshops, seminars with agents, managers, casting directors, all kinds of folks in the industry that are currently working. Like I said, it's all online. In fact, you'll find me in some classes there on occasion as well. When my schedule permits, I do my very best uh, to show up and uh, provide some kind of fun stuff. You'll find out from others who've taken the classes how much fun it is. I've got one coming up um, on going from stage to screen. So stage to screen classes, uh, a lot of fun. It's a two-session class, so you might want to check it out. Hello to my good friends at Colleen and Tony. That's actorsconnection.com slash New York. All right, I think that's it for the housekeeping. All right, first we're going to look at the positive uses of Zoom. You know, when Zoom came along, um, it really became apparent that this was a viable way in which to present material, but this was also a viable way to show some auditions. And so Zoom now, post-pandemic, by the way, I, I know that the, the COVID virus is not over, but you know what? Things have eased up quite a bit, so we're not masking up in New York. It is still um, an option for folks, but... For the most part, um, actors are not masking up. And so it's not over. <laughs> but because it is eased up a bit, I think it's really bringing up this question about whether Zoom is still useful or not. And so using Zoom as an audition resource, in my mind, for us as casting, um, is really still quite efficient. Um, I can actually see more talent within the same time schedule than when we were holding them live. In other words, when I could see 15 actors an hour, I can now see 20. So that simply opens up more opportunities for more actors to be seen. That is definitely a positive, and I hope you would feel the same way too. Here's another positive. Actors can literally be anywhere in the world and they can still audition. I recall kind of recently a, a session where we had a director in Los Angeles and the actor was in London. <laughs> I was in New York. Also, when you audition on Zoom, you are presumably in a very, very safe place for your audition. There's no question that it is a positive thing. When you are comfortable, you are confident. And when you are confident, you're able to do some of your best work. And that's why when you feel like a Zoom audition is in the way and, and problematic, and we'll get into the negatives in just a second, but just remember that you are in a safe place. It is a safe place for you to feel creative. And so that becomes a definite positive. So it's not a hassle to go to the audition when it's in the next room or even the same room. By the way, side note, if you're auditioning in your bedroom on Zoom, please make your bed. 
I've seen way too many unmade beds. <laughs> and I'm not in my 20s. <laughs> okay, let's move on from there. Finally, another positive is that the platform itself is an excellent representation of what you will act like and project for film and television. So when you're auditioning for a film and television project, we're actually seeing you in the medium that you are going to be in if you book the job. So therefore, understand that the platform is closer to the medium than a live in-person audition is. So now, next, let's look at the negative implications of the Zoom auditions. Here are the kind of not so great reasons that Zoom should probably kind of pull away. And first of all, Zoom is not the most flattering when it comes to the way you look. <laughs> you might have guessed that or thought that already. It's just because the laptop cameras that we have, they really are, how do I say this to be nice, they're really not that sophisticated and they leave something to be desired. The cameras themselves just aren't technically that sharp, literally and figuratively. So unless you have professional equipment, it's not a true image of how you're really going to look. That's something to keep in mind. There is distortion that takes place when you're a little too high or too low in the camera because of the less expensive equipment we have in our laptop cameras. So something to think about. Let's move on from there. Second, there's no question that the lack of personal connection to everyone in the room is really frustrating at best. I think, frankly, we are all starved for that human connection during COVID. And I can tell you firsthand, when I did the EPAs for Contemporary American Theater Festival and saw a lot of folks that I hadn't literally seen in three years, how gratifying it was to have those folks coming into the room and having a brief conversation and watching the actors show me how they're gonna play their parts. It was really very inspiring and I felt a little bit emotional, and I mean that in a good way, and so I understood how valuable and important it is to have that human connection. And that simply isn't there on Zoom. Even though you might have a, like a handful of boxes and a bunch of people there, it's just simply not the same. And I know you know that. And then finally, another negative is that actors are in a frustrating position to take on more technical knowledge regarding the camera the camera position, the lighting, the sound, other matters having nothing at all to do with acting. I know that's frustrating. Suddenly you have to be your own producer of your own show. That can be a mess. Also, the added stress about having to overcompensate with your imagination to another to place another character in that space that is work, and that can be debilitating, exhausting, and frustrating. I know. I get it. Now, let's move away from the negative, and let's go into what I call a reality check. First of all, as far as Zoom is concerned, you need to give yourself a break. Everyone is trying to figure it out. So please do not think that you are alone. Please don't think that only you are suffering through all of this technical stuff. Only you are feeling like it is uncomfortable, that it is not connected, that it isn't really the way that you can show me your best work. 
it feels that way for everybody. Next, there is a balance, I think, that needs to be embraced. The Zoom audition works despite its limitations because for the time being, there is no other alternative for your live auditions. Now, EcoCast from Breakdown Services, I'm including in this um, because EcoCast and Breakdown Services, pretty much the same, as well as other performing platforms that are out there. I just am familiar with Breakdown Services more and Zoom more than any other platforms. Finally, improvements in technology, in my opinion, will surely make strides to improve the video quality and the impact of your auditions. I believe it is going to get better over time. I think the cameras in our devices are going to get better. I think the experience is going to become slowly, albeit slow, is going to become better. All right. All right. Let's answer the question then. Let's decide. Here's the conclusion. Yes. Live video auditions via Zoom and the other web services are here to stay. Why? It is an economically useful tool whose value outweighs the negative issues we might experience and that we just discussed. It should also be understood that callbacks, uh, chemistry reads, and screen tests, they're all going to be in person. You call it you can call it a hybrid with Zoom and live happening for the foreseeable future. So it's not just all Zoom and it is not just all live. It is going to be a coalescing, ooh, good word, of those two things happening simultaneously in the audition process. Now, that said, there are still ways that you can improve your camera auditions on Zoom and make the best of a compromised situation. First of all, try not to feel compromised. Understand that everybody is experiencing the same issues. Next, make sure you frame yourself well. That is with little headroom. You know, the headroom is the top of your head to the top of the frame of the zoom uh, frame, the zoom lens, so to speak. So you only want a little tiny bit of room. Too many times I see actors who have a lot of headroom. The space, the distance between the top of their head and the top of the frame is, is way too much. It actually makes you look smaller. The best part of the camera is the very middle as far as the height is concerned. So you want to make sure you have the right kind of headroom. Next is you want to be asymmetrical in your frame. Now, if you're watching me on YouTube, that's great. These are patios, podcast videos. I simulcast these on YouTube. You can see that I'm slightly off center in my frame. I'm not completely to one side of the frame, but being slightly off centered is actually an excellent way to replicate, ooh, good word, how you're going to look when you're auditioning for film and television jobs. When you are centered in the frame, the observer gets too comfortable, too relaxed, and there is diminished attention span because you are centered in the frame. The law of asymmetry means we're trying to rationalize the difference in the spaces and that keeps us engaged as an observer. Let's move on with another tip. A good quality lavalier microphone. 
It's a wired microphone. It looks like a little bug. It clips to your lapel. I recommend it highly. You can find them within the $20 range. And the quality of the sound is exceptional, especially if you're going to be auditioning for film and television jobs. Go to Amazon.com. Check out Lavalier Microphones. Don't invest too much money in these. They're not that expensive, but they do make a completely different impression as far as your audition is concerned. And then finally, just a basic understanding of three-point lighting. Three-point lighting being the key light, the fill light, and the backlight. If you're not familiar with those terms, if you're not familiar with good lighting for your Zoom auditions, please do yourself a favor and Google three-point lighting. You're going to get a ton of information so that you have a better understanding of how to look your best. Being as comfortable as possible with the technical stuff will help you focus on really the most important aspect of your audition, which is your acting. Please, please remember to give more time to your talent than you would the, what I call the mumbo jumbo of your setup. Really, continue to explore the best options for yourself and you will, without a doubt, become more proficient and more comfortable. So guys, remember, it is all about showing the casting director how you will play the part. I've seen excellent actors auditions, audition while holding their cell phones, for example, uh, while walking around. <laughs> also, I've seen actors with the very, very best technology. They've got a blue screen behind them, they have a DSLR camera, they have box lights, and guess what? didn't make their acting any better. It didn't make them perform better. So when you can make incremental strides with your Zoom video auditions, you're also going to be moving towards success and become even more valuable when you book the job. Make the best impression with your acting and support your talent with technology that makes you feel comfortable and confident. Who knows? Perhaps I will be watching your next audition on Zoom. By the way, if you're interested in having me evaluate your self-tape live on the show, Casting Actors Cast, you can email me, castingactorscast, all one word, at gmail.com. Hey, I hope this has been helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this has been Casting Actors Cast. We'll see you next time. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.